brave, daring, a little stupid. E.A. Man. It's summer, everybody. It's fucking toasty and my sunburn hurts. <laughs> so been passed up by our apartment complex pool the other day. For a couple hours. No sunscreen. Just having the time of your life. Not the best idea. <laughs> I am completely burnt. And how much aloe did you use yesterday? Uh, A good amount, like a third of the bottle. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, damn. It, it didn't didn't really help. I've been putting it on all day, and it's still not helping. <laughs> well, we got a special guest tonight. We got Sansa the dog, the chocolate lab with us. If you can hear her in the background, that's what that is. Yeah, she's uh, quite noisy tonight. So She's a little upset. We're just dog sitting right now, but she's, she's been all right, she, but she is quite quite energetic. We took her for a hike earlier to try and wear her out, and... That lasted for about 15 minutes earlier. She took a little nap, and now she's anxious and ready to go again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome back, or welcome to the BA Man podcast on this Sunday, June 3rd. And thank you for tuning in. And uh, my name is Adam. And I'm Ben. We're your hosts. The hostess with the mostess. Well, I'm the hostess with the mostess. (laughs) You're just the host. I got half that hostess, the uh, cupcake. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, I wanted to mention uh, that it's always cool to connect with your audience. So if you guys are listening in, and you can go check out our check out our Twitter or our YouTube, or leave a comment on the podcast, and we'll 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 love talking to you, and we'll we'll get back to you with what what whatever questions you got or whatever concerns you might have, and uh, you can ask us anything, and we'll uh, give you a straight up answer, or Ben will give you a straight up answer. Oh, yeah. Go straight to the point. <laughs> Cut through the bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I like. That's what part of being a man is just cutting through the bullshit. Yep. yep. But uh, if you have any suggestions or like what you're hearing or don't like what you're hearing, we always welcome that feedback. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what? We got some some cool stories today. Is that what you were saying earlier? Oh, I'll tell you, we got some cool stories today. Some cool stories to cool us off for this hot June 3rd Sunday. You know what that means. June 3rd, it's summer. Time to get the lawn chairs out, crack some brews open, go fishing, hiking, camping, grilling, maybe catch a sports game or something. Dude, we got to go fishing again. I got to catch something. We have not been lucky out here fishing yet. I don't know what it is about these Utah fish. They In Indiana, we can catch freaking two dozen in like 30 minutes. And out here, it, it's impossible. You got spoiled back in Indiana. I haven't even gotten a nibble. <laughs> not even a nibble? No. God, it's, it's killing me. I don't know if I need to just get out there and noodle me some or what. Might as well. You might have to spear them or... Throw dynamite in there. Yeah, I could get a flashlight out and do a figure eight. There you go. I've heard that works. Yeah, yeah. But they do get used to it. I've seen it work in a movie. (laughs) Can't put anything in a movie that's not true. Yeah, that's true. So summer's around the corner. 
And another thing around the corner, well, summer's here, but another thing around the corner brings us to the point Father's Day is coming up, and I uh, figured we'd toss, you, toss around some ideas for you that you could uh, do with your pops. So, Ben, what, what's your ideal thing to do with your pops on Father's Day? What have you done in the past, or what would you like to do in the future? Uh, in the past, we normally go fishing, and uh, we'll uh, take my grandpa's boat out, and we'll get my grandpa, me, and my brother, and go and catch some fish and drink some beer. But this year, uh, I'm not actually going to see my dad. I'm going down to South Padre for uh, four days with some friends. Sick. So I'll be cracking some cold ones with some friends, and uh, I'll crack one for him. (laughs) What about you? What do you like to do with your pops? Uh, Last year? Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. We went to we went camping in Indiana at uh, Clifty Falls, I think it was near Bloomington, Indiana, where IU is. Yeah, I heard that place is sweet. It's it was pretty cool. Yeah, had a nice falls you could go to and stuff. Were they and Clifty hiking and stuff? Do what? Were they Clifty? They were pretty Clifty Falls. It was pretty sweet. So we did that for the weekend and hung out cooked and drank beers and that's cool was it just you jared and your dad yeah nice nice gave jared a few beers under the table oh my i'm telling yeah you know tisk tisk <laughs> providing to minors and whatnot i'm gonna call the police right now actually shoot 911 yes yeah uh-huh i got i got somebody broke the law it was last year Yep, you better come get him. <laughs> They'd get here, I'd be like, he's a liar. Arrest him for being a liar. Nah, it'd be my word against yours, and let's be honest, all right? <laughs> Who's more believable? So Reader's Digest suggests you can take your dad out, go fishing. You can challenge each other to paintball. Ooh, you go go-karting. Uh, this one I like, taste some beers. Or uh, how about... Taste some beers, then go paintballing or go-karting. Dude, that would make paintballing a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Takes the pain away. Kind of. Still hurts, though. Dude, I haven't been paintballing in so long. That sounds so much fun, actually. It's just, I, I don't think I've been paintballing since back in high school. Your, what's your worst injury in paintballing? Uh, well, me and my brother used to play in the backyard, but he was kind of a dick and would just wait until I ran out of paintballs and like he would save all of his and just pelt me as I was running into the house so he'd light up my freaking back and everything it it was bad (laughs) I was a little kid so I was just spraying and praying and then I didn't realize that he was just saving all of his (laughs) asshole older brothers that reminds me of the story this Kyle dude in high school got hit in the nuts with a paintball and he went to the hospital (laughs) Nice. He was out of school the next day. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. That was hurt. Pop a freaking nut. Dude, he had a rough time. Didn't he break his collarbone in football? Yeah. Yeah, since I've known him, he broke his collarbone. Fucked up his nuts. (laughs) And there's got to be some other things. Dude, that's rough. All right, you want to get in these stories? Oh yeah. So we got a hundred mile an hour hundred mile per hour shed on wheels. And this one <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that and we'll get to it here in a second. 
And this one uh, you might have heard of uh, out of New York is a 30 year old man that finally left his parents' home. But before he go, before he went, he uh, called the cops on his dad over his Legos. Oh yeah, I heard about that guy. <laughs> they like did a video on him, and he's like, "I don't want to be here, and I just I feel trapped." It's like, oh my god, dude, you need to get out. Then <laughs> <laughs> we got our event of the week, which is I finally found it a running with the bulls in New Orleans, Louisiana. No way, but don't get your hopes up way up yet because uh, you might be a little disappointed when I get into the details later. How about this 100 mile an hour shed? Uh, yeah, what. Who wants a shed that moves? <laughs> I don't. Well, listen to this. So this out of uh, the mirror in the UK, a magical moment for a man as he clocks 100 miles per hour on a shed on wheels. Owner Kevin Nix said it felt marvelous to break his previous 80 mile per hour record. Kevin clocked 101 mile per hour on Sunday afternoon. A new record in uh, what is believed to be the only road legal shed in the world. And he got a Guinness World Record for it. What? What? Isn't that cool, though? I mean, isn't it cool that somebody could put their mind to anything they want and just make a shed on wheels that goes over 100 miles per hour? I mean, yeah, if that, if you're into moving sheds, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just interesting, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. This Kevin spent more than 13,000 pounds building his wooden wheels. He, uh, oh, that was my Mac, uh, turbocharged the shed. It is kitted out with a 400 brake horsepower engine, which is more powerful than some sports cars. Uh, his revamped fine tuned shed hits 100 miles per hour with ease thanks to. Uh, 8,000 pounds worth of additions and souped up Audi RS4 engine. Right, so what's the, what classifies it as a shed rather than just like a camper? Uh, like, it, is, it, it, is it a shed because he threw a shovel in there? Or? <laughs> he keeps plants in there? <laughs> He's got some gardening soil and some, a wheelbarrow. I think it actually... The store didn't get into details, but into these details. But I think it was his actual shed in his backyard, and he was like, "I'm gonna slap some wheels on that bitch." <laughs> he, he had a lawnmower that broke down. And was like, you know, these wheels would be perfect on my shed. <laughs> He's like, I've been trying to move this shed for years. <laughs> Let's just put an Audi RS4 engine on it. He got so tired of having to walk all the way to the shed to grab his his lawnmower. <laughs> He's just like, you know, I want to bring the shed to me. <laughs> It'd be cool for like a landscaping business to do that, I guess. Like, oh, look at look at our souped-up shed. I I would just rather have a truck. (laughs) But you know what? I would rather put on wheels than a shed. I'd make a toilet on wheels that goes 100 miles per hour. Dude, that'd be wild. That'd be intense shit. Pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of that uh, toilet we put on the skateboard <laughs> when we were uh, kids. Yeah. Back in the day, like the old jackass oh, did it too. Why did we? Why did we follow what Jack? They told us not to do it on Jackass. Yeah, right. That was in the anyway. opening clips. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was funny. You ever think about when you're like flying on a plane and you go into the lavatory and you take a shit and you're like, holy shit, I just pooped going like over 300 miles per hour or however fast planes go. Uh, that hasn't crossed my mind, but I have uh, always wondered if they do drop their shit like loads. Like in Joe Dirt, how he finds that <laughs> meteor and it's <laughs> just frozen turds from a plane. <laughs> He ate french fries. <laughs> Whenever I was younger, I was like, do they really do that? That'd be intense. I don't think they actually do that, because if that landed on somebody, they'd be sued for so much money. <laughs> you hit me with your two, with your turds. Yeah, flying over New York or something, just hit a bunch of people with shit. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> you know somebody's bound to get hit if that happened. You want to get on this next story? Yeah, yeah. Let's get on to this. Not so be a man, 30-year-old man. This on Fox News. Uh, so this 30-year-old guy uh, who made headlines this past week uh, after he was ordered by a judge to vacate his parents' New York home was officially uh, has officially left the residence, but not before calling the police on his father regarding some missing Legos. So a little background about the story. The millennials... Parents, uh, Mark and Christina Rotondo, filed a petition in the Supreme Court of New York State claiming they've had enough of their son living under their roof. Rotondo refused the judge's request to work things out directly with his parents, who sat quietly nearby. He failed to persuade the judge to grant him another six six months with his parents and was ordered to leave. Okay. At some point, your parents have to draw a line. Yeah. And just move your shit out. Right. Like, no, there's no way my parents would let me stay until... I, there's no way I could stay with my parents until I was 30, but they wouldn't let me. Like, I would think I would come home and my shit would just be on the front porch and they would change the locks. <laughs> yeah. Like... Well, this guy's deal was the eviction drama for them began on February 2nd when uh, his parents left a note on his door and it said Michael had two weeks to vacate his room at the family's house. And so there was a note, but I guess he still didn't leave. And they were like, fuck it. We'll take you to court. (laughs) Why don't you, why doesn't his parents just grow some balls and be like, look, you need to get out. You're 30. What if he was like, nah, then you move his stuff out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on. That's what happens if you don't spank your kids. Like, come on, man. Come on, boy. You got to spread your wings. God. Why? Why would you want to live with your parents until you're 30? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I did it for a month after college, and that was all I could take. (laughs) And they were like, my mom was trying to keep me to stay, and I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Like I'll I'll come to visit, but I can't live here. And it wasn't because like I had rules. It was more I felt bad because I mean, if I went out to the bars after work or something and then I come in at uh, like one or two, the alarm goes off, the dogs bark, like they wake up and then I mean my parents wake up at like five anyway. And most of the time they can't go back to sleep and I would just feel bad 
that yeah. they didn't get any sleep and then they have to go to work and stuff. Sansa, chill out. Yeah, there's, there's Sansa. She's chiming in on the she subject. Is. She's like, come on, I'm not staying either. <laughs> yeah. Man, why would he want to stay there? What the fuck? So, yeah, it was just, it wasn't for me. I love my parents and I love them to death, but I'm too old to be living there. Yeah. This guy didn't think he was the old, I guess. Or I don't know what his situation was, but. But anyway, back to the Legos. The uh, about the Legos, the millennial told reporters he called police Friday morning because he believed his eight-year-old son. So apparently, he has an eight-year-old son. His uh, his Legos were in the basement, and his father would not let him look for them. Instead, uh, the father offered to look for the specific items, and if he found them, he'd bring them out to him. And uh, the Legos were found after police arrived to their house. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess he didn't want to give up the Legos. The dad didn't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, what kind of Legos are we talking here? If it, True. If it's like a Millennial Falcon set, <laughs> I, I don't think I'd be giving that up either. I was gonna say true. I used to love Legos, but I don't. When I was eight, but I wouldn't. If I called the cops, I don't know. <laughs> I don't love them that much. Oh, yeah. Unless they were trying to hold them hostage from me. I was eight, and I'd, I'd be like, give me my damn Legos back. I'd call the cops on somebody, maybe. <laughs> but not when you're 30? Nah. But this reminds me of that movie, Failure to Launch. This dude's like the <laughs> true story of that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Bad. So what's this running with the bulls in New Orleans? Well, we'll get to that, but should we do a little, a little personal, private story first? Uh, do you got one to tell? I got one I just thought of when we were talking about paintball earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll tell you all it. So I used to play baseball back in high school. Um, I played utility a lot. I was all over the place, all over the field. Um, but anyway, we were practicing. We were doing, like, spring training, and um, we had it in this pole barn behind our high school. And they, we had, like, two pitching machines in there and an open area for pitching and throwing and pitching and whatnot, whatever. And um, so I was in the one of the batting cages, and my buddy was – or, no, I was feeding the balls into the pitching machine. And um, my buddy was in there hitting him, like, back at me. And, you know, there's, like, a cage around you. So, like, you're safe from getting hit and stuff, so you don't feel too bad about, like, almost getting hit or anything. And, but not this time. Not for me. <laughs> it was all bad. And so, um, I can't remember the kid's name. But uh, I was feeding balls through him, to him, and uh, he nailed one back, line drive, straight back at the pitching machine. Somehow it bounced off the pitching machine and hit me right in the nuts. <laughs> it's like, how does that even happen? Unlucky, dude. You could count the times on one hand. That's probably happened all over the world. And, of course, it happens that day. It's just like, oh, my God. What a nice. 
It was not nice. <laughs> That's a home run right it there. Hurt. I fell to my knees and and uh, the dude that hit it just couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't think I would stop laughing either. <laughs> it was bad. I thought it was all safe. Had my helmet on, but I didn't have a cup on or anything. Oh, dude. <laughs> Those cups will save your life. Yeah, I know. That's true. Let's save your manlyhood. But uh, let's get on over to the event of the week. No, no, I want to hear about this Louise or New Orleans bull run. I know. Could you believe it? So when I talked about the, in our first episode, we talked about the running of the bulls, the real one in Spain. And uh, when I was researching that, I was looking all over for uh, a U.S. one. Couldn't find one, couldn't find one. And just the other day, I found this one, uh, a bull run right here in the U.S., and it's in New Orleans, Louisiana. But uh, but you'll, there's a twist, and it's honestly, it's a little disappointing. So, you ready to hear this? Uh, dude, the anticipation's killing me, man. <laughs> You're going to be so bummed out, though. So, so, this is the 12th annual celebration of the San Fermin in Nueva Orleans. And it's just around the corner, July 13th to the 15th. And uh, San Fermin in Nueva Orleans, the annual Enciero uh, Bull Run Festival in New Orleans, it, it pays homage to the world-famous Enciero of Pamplona, Spain, or the running of the bulls. Uh, but the one big difference is the bulls are none other than Big Easy, Roller girls. What? Yeah. And participants for participants from other roller derby leagues across the country. Or so you just try and outrun some roller derby girls? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so lame. It's like, wait, running with the bulls? Like, why do they even call it running with the bulls if it's yeah. just running from roller girls? Why not like running from Spike? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's so disappointing. Uh, I mean, I've seen some gnarly-looking roller derby queens, but... Ain't no bulls. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have horns. <laughs> They're not going to trample, trample you, dude. I don't... Yeah. I heard that not... I don't know, man. Why would you even call it running the bulls? You just got to run away from roller derby girls. Yeah, I mean, maybe if they're in, like, bikinis, I'd, I'd be more interested. I'd be running towards them yeah, yeah. or chasing them, and they'd be running away from me. I don't know. Something. <laughs> but that's, do they dress up like bulls? Do they put on little, like, horns? And... <laughs> no, I don't think they go that far. Oh, well, that's just lame. Yeah. At least if you go down there, if you want to go down there, and you can find more information about this on nolabulls.com, N-O-L-A bulls.com. You can find more information there, and if you want to go to New Orleans, it's a pretty cool place. Apparently, I've never been there, but I like to go. Dude, we got to go to Mardi Gras. Oh, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't, I'd go for Mardi Gras. I don't think I'd go down there for this, though. Yeah, no. It'd be kind of lame, I feel like. But uh, that's the event of the week. It's a disappointing event of the week. But, hey, 
If you're into running away from roller derby girls, go on down there. Check it out July 13th through the 15th, New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, it might be better than what I'm picturing in my head. but Yeah, you never know. What I'm picturing is not that great. Yeah, but initially you're like, mm. but if you actually get down there, if you had a free trip down there and had nothing else to do. You're right. I would definitely it might check it cool. out if I was down there, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go down there. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, well, that's it. That's it for me. You got anything else to add for the end of this episode number six? Uh, no, my sunburn is killing me right now, so I'm about to go put some more aloe on it. But yeah, Ben looks like a strawberry and vanilla ice cream or something. It is rough. Looks like shit. It's in one of my armpits because I fell asleep with my arm like behind my head. So one armpit is fried. And every time I, like, move or anything, it just rubs sunburn on sunburn, and (laughs) it's rough. Yeah, and that line is just perfect. Oh, and I I got in the shower earlier. Oh, that was so painful. (laughs) So I even had cold water going, and it still hurt. Oh, that's what you get for passing out drunk by the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a hot-ass summer day. Well, I've done it in Muncie before, but... That was like a little bit into the season of lifeguarding. and Oh, you probably had a tan then. Yeah, it wasn't as that bad. always helps. It was not as bad. I don't tan at all either, so I'm chappy white, and I'll just get burned. Yeah, and my knees. My knees, like the inside of my knee and thigh area is a little burnt. <laughs> nice and lobster red. <laughs> when I was picking up Sansa earlier, she like... Went from the passenger side of the Jeep, tried to jump onto my seat, and, like, stepped right on my stomach. Ooh. And I was like, ah! Left an imprint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, no, you got to stay over there, girl. I can't. That, that's painful. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning into the BA Man podcast on this June 3rd. This lovely sun summer evening. Summer evening. And uh, we appreciate everyone checking out our old podcast here. If you want, join us on Twitter. And uh, just put it on Facebook, too, but there's not really anything on there. And we got the YouTube channel. And then there's a few videos up there. Yeah. Go check them out if you like. All right, well, I'm off here. You good, Ben? I'm good. Y'all take it easy. And uh, until next time. Later. Time to get the launches out. Crack some blues open.